Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum everyone and welcome to Notes from Nurhida as welcome to another episode. I really hope that the previous episode has been of benefit to you inshallah and um, I hope that this particular episode i.e. the very last episode for the Ramadan edition of Notes from Nurhida as will be of benefit to you as well inshallah and now mashallah can we just say that we are you know at the very 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 end of ramadan and we are also at the very end of our podcast episodes for the ramadan edition mashallah and since this is the final episode and this is also the second episode for the week so inshallah we'll be focusing on the hadith of the prophet now Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because I'll be sharing with you two hadiths, okay? One is from the book of Sahih Muslim and another one is from the book of, um, if I'm not mistaken, Sunan Ibn Majah. So Sunan Ibn Majah's part is an additional aspect to what we will be delving into as per the hadith from the Sahih Muslim. Alright, so if I could share with you first things first of the hadith that is recorded in the book of Sahih Muslim where it was narrated on the authority of Abbas ibn Abdul Muttalib that he heard the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says ذَاكَ طَعْمَ الْإِيمَانِ مَنْ رَضِيَ بِاللَّهِ رَبًّا وَبِالْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا وَبِمُحَمَّدٍ رَسُولًا he has found the taste of faith, i.e. Iman, who is content with Allah as his Rabb or as his Lord, with Islam as his religion, code of life, way of life, and with Muhammad wasallam as his prophet. So particularly today, you know for today's uh, final episode for the Ramadan edition episodes, right? I want us to particularly end Ramadan on a good note, okay? And I understand that Ramadan has been different for all of us and it has been not just different but just unique for each and every one of us. But I am sure that despite the differences, despite the uniqueness, one thing that is certain is that it is these differences and it is this uniqueness that has brought meaning to our Ramadan this year so far. Alhamdulillah for that. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Now, on the matter of ending Ramadan on a good note, what kind of note is a good note, right? You might be wondering, you might be asking. And amongst other good notes that we can identify is, for example, we enter, as I mentioned, you know, as with the previous episodes thus far, we enter Ramadan in hopes that we can attain the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So partly in wanting to end Ramadan on a good note is to attain Allah's forgiveness. And a part of the, you know, other good notes that we can possibly have is to end Ramadan with gratitude. Because Alhamdulillah, we are able to meet Ramadan. And not just that we are able to meet Ramadan, but we are able to experience this different and unique Ramadan. We are able to embrace this month of Ramadan. And we are able to even see Ramadan to its very end. Alhamdulillah and inshallah for that. Alright. But for, you know, this particular episode today, the good note that I want to highlight or that I want to share with all of you on the matter of an ending Ramadan on a good note is ending Ramadan with contentment, right? So um, this is something that a lot of us or perhaps most of us tend to forget. You know, contentment really, really is important because, you know, it 
gives um you know a lot of benefits in terms of psychological benefits it, it helps you with your emotions it helps with your spirituality it could even help you with your physical being as well as your mental well-being so there are many 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 greatness and benefits to contentment as much as there is for gratitude and if i could share with you a quote you know quote by Ibn, Ibn Taymiyyah, where he mentions on the matter of contentment, what is contentment um, really is or really all about. So Ibn Taymiyyah mentions that contentment is the greatest door that one enters to Allah and paradise on earth. So mashallah, why is it mentioned that way? Because uh, it is me- it is mentioned in a lot of the verses of the Quran as well as the Hadith of Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. How you know when it comes to tests, trials, tribulations, when one is contented with Allah subhanahu wa taala, one has rida, rida towards Allah subhanahu wa taala. Then know that Allah has that rida upon you as well. Know that Allah is contented with you as well, mashallah. And this particular point of rida, point of contentment has, you know, been mentioned a lot of times. And uh, if you have more time on delving to this particular matter, then by all means, please do so, right? But then again, um, what I want to focus on here today on the matter of contentment is that it doesn't only benefit us in this life, but it also benefits us in the hereafter. So in this life particularly, we see Ibn Taymiyyah mentioning that it is the greatest door that one enters to Allah and it is also a paradise on earth. Why is it a paradise on earth? Because, um, you know, it is with contentment that we can move forward in life better. It is with contentment that we have a peaceful mind, a peaceful peaceful heart, peaceful soul, peaceful well-being. So everything is just good. You know, no matter how big of a trial, how big of a tribulation that we are going through, we are still in good hands. But also having contentment is something that is, you know, that will help us to attain a certain reward in the hereafter. And it will allow us to attain something in the hereafter. Which is why I want to share with you an additional hadith to this particular um, hadith that we have mentioned. And it is recorded in the book of Sunan Ibn Majah, where um, it is of a grade of Hassan, okay, which is um, a grade of hadith that we can still use, inshallah, where it was narrated by Abu Salam i.e. the servant of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَا مِنْ مُسْلِمٍ أَوْ إِنْسَانٍ أَوْ عَبْدٍ يَقُولُ هِنَا يُمْسِي وَهِنَا يُصْبِحُ رَضِيتُ بِاللَّهِ رَبَّا وَبِالْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا وَبِمُحَمَّدٍ نَبِيًّا إِلَّا كَنَا حَقًّا عَلَى اللَّهِ أَنْ يُرْضِيَهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ MashaAllah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, what does it mean? It means that there is no Muslim or no person or slave of Allah who says in the morning and evening, رَضِيتُ بِاللَّهِ رَبًّا وَبِالْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا وَبِمُحَمَّدٍ نَبِيًّا I am content with Allah as my Lord, Islam as my religion, and Muhammad as my prophet. But he will have a promise from Allah to make him pleased on the day of resurrection mashallah how beautiful this day you know not only that you are actually attaining the paradise on earth as mentioned in the first hadith but you are also attaining rewards in the hereafter and you know this is exactly where this is exactly a time where we really are in need of this particular um, pleasure or pleased on the day of resurrection right 
And one thing for us to think about is why would Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa inform us of this you know, context on the matter of contentment, on the matter of the state of contentment, on the matter of the rewards of the contentment if contentment is not possible in the first place. So what I mean by that is the very fact that Allah and the Prophet ﷺ mentions the rewards, you know, the after effects to contentment, it just shows that to attain contentment is possible, right? Because sometimes when we are going through tough times, especially, you know, we have gone through a very different and unique Ramadan and we are about to embrace a different kind of shawal, a different kind of eid, different kind of hariraya, that is also a tribulation, right? Because you need to be mentally prepared, you need to be spiritually, emotionally, you just need to be prepared in all aspects of your life. And when that particular thing comes, you are actually putting yourself in a state where you are not comfortable, right? But then again, that is the definition of trials in life, where the moment you feel uncomfortable, that is when you are tried, that is when you are tested. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as well as the Prophet wasalam, mentions the rewards of those who are constantly contented because there is greatness in contentment. And as with contentment, this is also a du'a that we can actually mention in the morning and in the evening. Where we mention, رَضِيتُ بِاللَّهِ رَبَّا وَبِالْإِسْلَامِدِينَ وَبِمُحَمَّدٍ نَبِيَّ وَرَسُولًا where we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or that we are content, that we have the rida, that Allah is our Lord, that Allah is our Rabb, and that Islam is the religion that we follow, and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our prophet. Okay? And um, one more thing that we need to um, always remind ourselves, that contentment, this whole matter of contentment, is never about what is happening around us, not about what is happening um, against us, not what, you know, the things that are happening to us, but contentment is all about what is happening within us. Because, you know, as we all know, if we take care of whatever that is on the inside, inshallah, whatever that is on the outside will be taken care of. So if we take care of whatever that is on the inside, i.e. working towards having that contentment, inwardly then inshallah our outwardly will manifest itself will you know particularly help us to be much more content in our physical being in our spiritual being in our mental being emotional being etc okay and you know going back to our best role model i.e the prophet wasallam, we have seen you know through many of his narrations through many of his seerahs his life history how you know the prophet wasallam, would always work towards a state of contentment because he know and he knows that and he realized that it is something that is within his control right and if we try to go back, you know, bring it back to our context here today, um, a lot of times we stress, we get stressed because, or, or we are not content because we tend to focus on the things that we cannot control. But then again, that is just the whole nature of life where there are things that Allah allows us to control and there are things that Allah does not allow us to control. And as with what is happening right now, we don't have the upper hand, we don't have the power, we don't have the controlling power to control how Ramadan is going to be like, how um, different or how unique Ramadan is, is going to be like. And the same way, likewise, for Eid, what's coming, Hari Raya, right? Idolipitri, the same thing. We have no control over what's going to happen. We have no control about, you know, how we can ensure 
what our shawal will be like. But what we have control is that how we react to things, how well we push ourselves to be content with the decree of Allah, with the plans of Allah, then, you know, going back to the whole purpose or to the whole concept that everything happens only by the will of Allah, only by the permission of Allah, which means that when Allah allows something to happen, it will happen. Right, And if Allah doesn't allow something to happen, then it will not happen in the first place. But this is where we need to learn more about Allah. We need to realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a kind of God that knows his creations. He knows what is best for us. And whatever that he has decreed, all the things that he has given permission, all the things that he does not give permission, he knows that this is the best for us. And he knows that if these things were to happen, it will be the best for everyone. You know, not just for our own beings, but for everyone that happens around us. So particularly learning from the Prophet ﷺ, it is always best for us to focus on the things that we can control in order for us to attain that contentment. And if we continue to keep pushing ourselves, you know, being hard on ourselves to on trying to control the things that we cannot control in the first place, that is when contentment becomes absent. Alright? So, you know, going back to this particular hadith, this beautiful hadith of Prophet wasallam, and this particular dua that we can always practice to mention in the morning and in the evening so that we can be people who are much more contented so that we can particularly end Ramadan on a good note, on a contented note, inshallah. So I shall repeat with you, uh, I shall repeat for you this uh, particular dua again, so that uh, you can catch on this dua, and so that you can inshallah practice in the morning and in the evening to help you to particularly attain that contentment, inshallah, and so that we can end Ramadan with contentment. Now, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Raditu billahi rabban wa bil islami. Deenan Wabi Muhammadin Nabiyan Alright, I shall repeat one more time Raditu billahi rabban Wabil islami Deenan Wabi Muhammadin Nabiyan Okay, so for this particular third time If you are able to catch on the first two times that I mentioned Let us recite together, okay Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Raditu billahi rabban Wabil islami Deenan Wabi Muhammadin which means I am content with Allah as my Lord, as my Rob, Islam as my religion, and Muhammad as my Prophet. So, inshallah, inshallah, with this very, very, very last few moments of Ramadan, with this very, very last few hours to Ramadan, let us make it a point, you know, make it a point for us to cultivate that contentment in us, inshallah, in order for us to to be able to, you know, reach that particular door, that greatest door that one enters to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that we can attain that particular paradise on earth and so that we can be pleased on the day where, you know, everyone is resurrected or on the day of Qiyamah or on the day of judgment. Because, you know, when we are content with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when we are contented with the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will make us content on the day that we need most. And I assure you that that particular day, we are all, you know, in search of peace. We are all in search of, of contentment because we are, we'll see, you know, we will see what Jannah will look like on the outside. We will see what 
hellfire will look like on the outside. We will see the realities to the life that we have thought that is very, very, um, you know, very, very fun, very, um, how, how should I put it? To the life that we thought that we will be living in forever. To the life that we thought that this is all there is to life, you know. But then again, whatever that we do, particularly in this life, is to ensure that the life that we have later on in the hereafter will be a life of contentment, most importantly. A life of peace, a life of happiness. Because when we talk about the hereafter, it's all about forever. So whatever that we do today, however that we are about to end Ramadan, ensure that we end Ramadan on a good note. Ensure that we end Ramadan on a contented note in the hopes that inshallah may we attain the paradise on earth and may we attain the contentment that we really really need in the hereafter inshallah all right so thank you so much everyone i'd like to take this particular opportunity to thank each and every one of you for journeying with me through um, the podcast episodes throughout the entire month of ramadan it has been a great journey it has been an experience to upload twice a week so because usually i upload it once a week so moving forward outside of ramadan i'm looking at um, uploading one episode per week as per normal inshallah and um, i hope for you to continue to benefit from the episodes as much as you have been benefiting as well inshallah all right so uh take care everyone ramadan karim it's, it's it really is um heartwarming at the same time i know a little bit sorrowful a little bit sad to end this ramadan edition but you know nothing lasts forever this is where we learn that um the, the life later on is the eternal life and that whatever that we do in this life is temporary but we pray we hope we try our best to ensure that Every single thing that we do in this life will benefit us in the hereafter. We'll ensure our place in Jannah, inshallah. Allahumma ameen. So, please make lots and lots of dua towards this end of Ramadan. If you are listening to this, if you are fasting, please make lots of dua. That is the best moment for you to make dua. If you are fasting and you are approaching the time of um, iftar, or the time of sahur, then those are the best times to make dua. It has been raining this Ramadan. That is the best time to make dua. So make lots and lots of dua to your heart's content. Make dua so that may Allah guide us to attain that contentment. And if possible, for you to spare a dua or two for me, inshallah. So thank you so much everyone for tuning in. I really hope for you to tune in into the next episode, inshallah. Um, just to remind you that all good things come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for every setback, every flaw, every mishap, it only solely comes from this flawed human being called Hidayah, inshallah. So I hope for you to tune in to the next one, inshallah. See you then and assalamualaikum.